Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And welcome to Why Are You Like This, a podcast devoted to finding out who we are and why we do the things we do. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews, and I got to tell you, today's guest is a total dreamboat. He writes, he sings, he plays 12 instruments, he makes video magic, and the twist, he's nice. Please welcome to the mic, Brian Russell Carey. Hello, that intro was so lovely. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to just wrap up the amount of things you physically can do. Oh my gosh. Well, that was, <laughs> yes, that was nice. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. The sun's out for the first time in, I don't know, 600 years. It feels great. It changes everything. It's like, it's probably the same amount of cold outside, but I'm like zip zap zopping around. Look, I am the exact same way. I just seasonal depression, like it is real. Like I when the sun is out, I am just so much more productive. So I get it. It's yeah, it's a real thing. I constantly because I grew up in Oregon and the winters I experienced were it's just gray and it rains. Mm -hmm. And then the sun might come out like five months later. And I hate it so much more yeah. than being cold. Like it's like a nice 50 at all times, but I'm like sorry no no absolutely not no, no I, that's why i've said i can't i could not live in the like in the north the northwest it's very pretty it, mm, i would like to do like summers there you know how people mm -hmm. do like winters in florida <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm already planning my old person like travel plans <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> well brian russell carrie let's start from the beginning do you have a lot of siblings is that why you have three names no, I don't have a lot of siblings. I have one sibling, um, one older brother. Uh, yep, he's two years older than me, and I'm the baby. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. Did you get along or nah? Yeah, no, we we did. It was like growing up as like when we were really young. No, um, <laughs> we fought a lot, but um, but then like when we got into like our teenage years, and then you know as adults, yeah, definitely. It's interesting because like I can't see a world where like 
you wouldn't fight with a sibling when you're young. You just have like so much time right. together that like when people are like, no, yeah. we've always gotten along. I'm like, that's crazy and a lie. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. And we were pretty close in age. I mean, just two years. So it was like we did kind of grow up together for sure. Did you play sports or were you always music for- focused? No, I played sports. Um, yeah. I mean, not a ton, but like growing up, you know, I, I did you know, some T-ball, Ooh, yeah. did some Taekwondo, if you will. Oh my God, I have a um, second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Okay. Yeah. Um, did some tennis, you know, um, didn't, didn't play in, in high school, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I did some, I did some stuff as when I was a kid. Basketball, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, the, in, in, uh, so I, I uh, grew up, the first part of my childhood was in um, Florida, um, in the Tampa area, and then middle school and high school like my teenage years were was in utah but um in utah they have this thing um called well, it, it's it's called junior jazz because the jazz are the you know the the nba program there um, thank you so for clarifying because i would not have known i was <laughs> yeah. like yeah jazz band no yeah no no no, no, no. uh jazz the jazz the, the team mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so I, I also did some junior jazz as well oh, all right <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah basketball and I never meshed uh being mm. five four it wasn't for me and Fair. uh baseball once we let kids throw a baseball at each other I was out like I was yeah. like eight being like I don't want that other eight year old to pitch no thank you no no I mean truly I did I did I did little league and that was that was the extent of baseball I, I was better at basketball I wasn't I wasn't that good at baseball well we all have our strengths. <laughs> when did you start your musical journey when i started my musical journey let's see i mean very young to be honest my 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 family is very musical um my parents are both musicians not by trade um but they uh are both very very talented um and my brother is too um he his his degree is in music he does like audio stuff um so we all like I grew up in a, a super musical family. Um, I think I started playing piano when I was I want to say five or six. Um, and my mom was my first teacher. Aww. Um, yeah, sweet. And then so she um, knew if you didn't practice. She knew, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, and then, but my dad is also a really good pianist as well. And like when I was when I was in high school and I was doing like, you know, singing competitions or whatever, my dad was always my accompanist. And that was, that was great. That's great. A little fam. Mm-hmm. Like, so like you're basically a family band. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> we did have our, I mean, we definitely did a lot of stuff singing together. The, the Like the most infamous I would say in the Carrie lore was maybe when I was in high school, we, we did um, one year for Valentine's day. We did uh, like singing Valentine's. Like we we like promoted it. We like got the clients. We like practiced. Um, that was kind of it was it was it's it's infamous only because it was like um, like I was a little bossy in that in that that time, and I was like no, I was like music director of <laughs> of this Carrie singing Valentine. Um, so we only did that one year, but some of those home videos are pretty iconic of us like rehearsing. Oh, you recorded your rehearsals. Oh, we sure did. And I You thought you were Beyonce. You were gonna watch it back and you were gonna have notes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and we did. We watched we watched that stuff back and we we uh we uh critiqued ourselves. Aww. Um but no, yeah, we we uh I mean even for even now like as adults, 
like well well jam you know most i mean everyone kind of plays multiple instruments i guess um my brother does and so we'll yeah we'll, we'll, we'll jam now and that's fun how do you expand into multiple instruments because like i played trumpet for most of middle school high school i ended up switching to french horn because i had a crush on a girl and then mm. that kind of like stopped so like i can pick up a trumpet and figure it out but like how did were you just like i want to try this i want to try that and then just kept going or how did that work out yeah kind of um i mean so piano was definitely first um and then when we moved to Utah, I decided that I wanted to be in the orchestra. Um, cool. And I said, I want to play violin. And my mom was like, do you, I don't know if you want to play violin. I think you want to play viola. Nobody plays viola. And I was like, I don't know what a viola is. Like, great, let's do that. Um, and so I did. That was my next instrument was viola. Um, and I played that pretty, pretty intensely, like pretty competitively and for a while, I was like, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be a professional violist. Like, this is what when I was in high school. I was like, I, this is what I'm doing. Um, I was doing other things. I was doing theater. I was doing, you know, singing as well. But at that time, I was like, and this can lead into a you know, much larger discussion about just my insecurities about just everything and being a multi-hyphenate in general. But um, the but yeah, I was like, I want to be a viol- professional violist. Um so then I and then I started I picked up guitar as well. Um a little bit in high school, mostly kind of when I was in college and I, I people ask me this question and I I usually just say like it's kind of like when you learn three languages, you can kind of speak like 10 languages. If you learn if if you are, if you're like fluent in three, you can kind of do 10. Mm-hmm. Um cuz they're all kind of similar. So I, for me, that's kind of what it's been. It's like I, I was very proficient at, you know, two or three instruments. And once you're that, all of a sudden it kind of does open up a world of like, oh, I can actually figure out how to do this and this and this and this and this. Um, and they're all kind of very similar. You know, I my my instrument abilities are I, I, I usually just say that I could play anything that has a key or has a string. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I don't do anything in in the brass or woodwind yet. Uh but uh but yeah, because it's like once you kind of know how it works, it's like, okay, I can figure out how to do I can figure out this well enough to play it. Um so yeah, that's that's kind of what I would say. I, I think also just kind of like necessity once you're like forced to be like, okay, you're playing this instrument in X, Y, Z. It's like, okay, I'm just now just going to learn how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So as like a person who does a lot of shit, I, I don't know. I don't like the term multi-hyphenate. I feel like it's like used in like a, in a way where people are like, I'm a singer, dancer, actor. I'm like, cool, whatever. That doesn't actually, that just means you do musical theater. Um, but like you truly work on and make things in different avenues a a lot of the time. And like, was that something that you always felt able to explore? Because for me personally, it was something that I think I like repressed for a long time. I had to be very focused on one thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely feel what you're saying about just multi-hyphenate that discussion in general. But um, I think I would agree. I think for a while I was, especially in high school, I, I did have my hands in just a lot of different, different things, uh, different avenues. And, um, 
I always feel insecure about that because because for that same reason where it's like, okay, I'm I'm like very good at a lot of things, but I'm like, am I the best? Am I the person? Am I the you know like that for this one thing? And that always made me insecure because it was like, okay, I'm I do love you know I love theater, I love singing, I love um I love orchestra, I love music, you know, and um I. But I was like, ah, but I'm like not devoting all my time to like one of these things. And I, th- I feel like it came to a head a little bit when I was, when I was maybe like a junior in high school. And I, and at the time I was wanting to audition for this uh, professor who was a viola professor. And it was like, if you got with him, then you were like set. Um, and I went and like auditioned for him. And he was like, yeah, I want to take you on as a student, but you have to quit. You can't do theater anymore. You have to do that. You have to like, you have to devote your, you have to devote like four hours a day, two hours in the morning, you know, that kind of vibe. Um, and I remember just thinking like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So I don't want to do that. Um, and I couldn't quite give any of them up. And I know I, I, I kind of decided and focused. I was like, you know what, I'm going to study musical theater in school in college. And that's what I did. But, um, you know, even there too, I, I kind of, even when I was in college, I, I was keeping up doing all these different things, but I remember even thinking when you're, especially when you're in musical theater school, it's like, you're doing musical theater and that's what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if my professors necessarily knew exactly what to do with me really, really. Um, and I think really it's like after I graduated where I really started to kind of like embrace fully that, um, but even, even since graduating, it's been a journey, but that's like, yeah, I do a lot of things. I do them a lot of things really well. And I do a lot of things and I have my hands in a lot of different avenues, you know, I mean, video, video production is one thing that's kind of become more a huge part of my life in the last, you know, four or five years. Um, But I'm, you know, I'm embracing all of that, that to say that, yeah, like I have my hands in all those, those areas and that's, that's okay. And that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And we met filming for Sean Doherty's video and, um, a was just like a fan of your stuff visually in general because of course I was sitting with Sean and he's like I think I want Brian to like do the video and I was like I like what he he's doing it looks great yeah um, thanks and then just knowing that it was like a new endeavor for you and being there and just like seeing how if we just open up and let people like learn new skills and be proficient at them because you can teach yourself stuff like yeah you can be at the level that the professional level you want to be at without it having taken six years of school or you know like exactly i think creative brains are actually wired to have more things going on we just like don't really know how to teach that yet yes i know i love that I, i think that's that's like so accurate and i feel like I mean, society and, and especially like, going back to college, it's like mm-hmm. college is such a formative time. And I do think that sometimes there is a limiting, you know, like limiting uh, in the sense of like not being able to feel like you can like really own yeah, all of these different things. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's like something that like I did like video and is something that I did, didn't go to school for um, and completely self-taught. And um, that is. And I love that. I, I love I love learning new things too. You know, it's kind of goes back to like the instruments. Like I love I love learning. I love learning new things. I love trying new things. And um, 
Yeah. Especially when we go to school. I mean, like I was coming out at the time. So it's like the focus, honestly, if I look back, wasn't on what I was learning. It was on like, right. <laughs> just like existing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like anything that was I paid for in that education, um, I'm sure it'll come back around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so how was Utah? Was it fun? It's very pretty. I like the real. Ho- I like the Real Housewives. Look, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are just iconic. The- it is just I unbelievable. Um, no, Utah. Utah is great, um, and it's not. You know, yeah, does <laughs> great, and it's not. I mean, it's a, it was a beautiful place to grow up. I mean, it's stunning. It's like so wonderful, and you know, there's a lot of amazing things about Utah, and also, you know, I grew up Mormon. Um, my family's Mormon and uh went to byu so went to a mormon university um so obviously like that was a struggle as a gay man to kind of um reconcile that so you know it's it's definitely a part of who i am and and uh you know my journey and and whatnot but uh yeah difficult Mm -hmm. um difficult for sure I grew up with a lot of Mormons. Um, mm. West Coast is just like most, like when people when I went to school in the Midwest, Catholics were everywhere, and it was probably the first time I had been around a lot of Catholics. I think because like the primarily yeah. the primary religion near me was Mormonism, and all I really knew about it was that at third period, all of the Mormons left school to go to seminary, <laughs> and I was yep. like, okay, we're in a public school, but go off, sis. Um, go off. <laughs> I'm sure musical theater at BYU is interesting. I feel like attracting yeah. a mostly homosexual audience to a conservative school is odd. Yeah, you know, it it is it is I would say unique. Mm. Um look, everyone I will say like BYU is the talent there's lit. Like it is it is just off the charts and you know, so many people are on Broadway doing the thing and, you know, um it's it's it is tricky because you know the you're limited in the types of shows that are able to be produced and things that you're able to work scenes and stuff that you're able to work on in whatever in acting class and you know it's limited um (laughs) so very limited um and so yeah that that is like definitely you know unique and whatever um and i think things are kind of changing i think for the better you know when i went to school we were all gay and just like didn't really talk about it or we no we we would talk about it with with each other but not you know it was not discussed with faculty it was like we were closeted we were closeted to the faculty. The faculty knew, though. That's the thing. It's like they they knew. Yeah, they like. We're just like just, we just like didn't talk about it. Yeah, um, they're theater professionals. Like I, I just refuse yes. to believe you get to that level and like you've never met a gay person in theater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah they we they all knew. We just did talk about it, and we talked. I mean, our, our friends. We we talked about it amongst each other, but yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a wild ride. So you go to school, you do musical theater. Do you go straight to New York? What's your plan? Straight to New York. Straight to the it city. was it was yeah, graduated on a Saturday, one way ticket on a Monday type deal. Whoa. Like yep. Like I I graduated and I was out of there like in a second. Um 
yeah, I did like the New York, you know, showcase thing, my graduating class. And then I've lived here ever since. Wow. So I guess coming to New York was like your first experience of like being out, out, right? Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, I was, I was out, out at my last like, you know, a couple of years at BYU, but hush, hush, out, out. <laughs> um, the layers. So, so not, the layers. yeah, it's, look, layers upon layers. Uh, but yes, definitely after moving to New York was like, okay, now I can just like be, be out and do that. Yeah. Um, so as a like player and a music director and an actor and all that stuff, do you find which I would get kind of um, frustrated in a rehearsal process if I saw things that I'm like, I can do that better. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot believe you're asking me this question because <laughs> this is my toxic trait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, this is a mood. This is something that I'm working on. You can use the but... safe word here. We don't have to talk about this. <laughs> No, I, I, I am totally, this is just funny um, because that is so real and I, nothing gives me more anxiety than sitting in a rehearsal and being like, I could be doing this so much more efficiently mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and just much more whatever. Um, that's so funny. Uh, that is real. It's that is real. So real. It's so real. It's like, and then it, it gets kind of, and then I like compound it if I know that people in the room know that I can do it then it like it continues the spiral and then i look down and i'm like i haven't learned my ensemble part to the show at all yeah literally jokes on me (laughs) i know i that's so funny yeah i i there's been so many moments where i've been like just sitting there and being like why are we taking so long this is <laughs> this did not need to take this long mm-hmm. i promise i, I know pr- i know. promise you i uh, look and i will take this back to my mother my mother she was the church choir director growing up and watching my mother teach those rehearsals she is about efficiency mm-hmm. about like we do not need to waste time we can just get straight to the point get this you know get it done and and you can I socialize after exactly you don't have to do She's it like, now exactly exactly <laughs> she is all about the business and in a fun way and in, 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 in a way that was not like off-putting at all it was just like yeah we're here we're gonna work we're gonna work for 20 minutes and then we're gonna be done and then we're gonna have fun yeah um and i love that and i feel like i do that well as a music director and sometimes sometimes people don't sometimes they don't everybody has their own process Mm-hmm. Well, Brian Russell Carey, I think this is a good segue since we are talking about your mother, where I ask you the question of the podcast, which is, why are you like this? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why am I like this? This is like such a big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, okay, so I feel like I feel like it's kind of a lot of things we've kind of already talked about in a way, but um, I, uh, yeah, I think I think growing up in the the family that I did, um, and, and one thing that I mean, I, one thing that my parents really allowed me to do was just to try things, and they they really did, and they they supported me. They were you know such good stage parents in the sense that they weren't they were like they they were they supported me they were at every single recital every single concert i was like yo you don't you do not need to come to this i promise you do not need to come to this one you don't um they were always there though they were always there and but they never they never uh they never pushed me they never uh you know maybe do anything I didn't want to do and we're just very supportive. And now as an adult, you know, I look back on that. I think that was so important for me. Um, just yeah, growing up and it's something that I want to eventually carry on for my kids, you know, it's just having that kind of very open mentality. Um, open and supportive. Yeah. Open and supportive was the best, best way to describe it. Um, so I think that definitely is kind of, a major part of why I'm like how I am now. Um, certainly growing up in Mormonism too. I mean, Mormon community is all about the arts and it's like Mormonism and the arts is just very intertwined. Um, there's a reason why like every single, so you think you can dance season has like five Mormons from Utah yeah. on it. Um, it's because there's just, there is just a huge uh, emphasis on, on art um yeah i mean i think that's mormonism supportive parents yeah yeah i mean kind of it's like i yeah and 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 i guess yeah i'm just very curious person in general i um 
if you've, I don't know if you have, have you ever done the Gallup's Strengths Finder? Have you heard of that before? No, but tell me more. Okay, so it's it's kind of like I was introduced to it a few years ago by a friend, and it's uh, I might be explaining this wrong. So if anyone's listening, don't fact check this. I mean, don't do it. Don't fact check yeah. this. <laughs> but uh, basically, it's like a it's it's kind of like a personality test, but it's a um it's a much more like complex personality test where there's all these different um strengths that you have and as you take the test it kind of lists your top strengths um and it's 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 used as like an hr tool mainly for for like businesses and corporations Uh, that that all being said i love it and i think it's it's been really helpful for me so some of my like top strengths are um what's called input which just means like information like i just thrive on just like just like I like to I get energy off of like going to the Wikipedia page and like stalking learning everything about something or a person like I just that's just what I do so input and then also another one that's that's big for me is is called developer which is I get a lot of energy about helping other people achieve their vision or like their uh like their like potential um and I feel like those or, and, and empathy is another one for me too. Like, like I also like, and just am an empath in general. Um, and you know, I get energy from that as well. So I think those three things kind of all just sums up a lot of why, yeah. why I've kind of fall, fallen into the things that I do. Um, anyways, Gallup Strengths Finder is, is awesome. It's so I would, to be. I would recommend. Yeah. Well, it feels like all of those strengths come together for your like video production work you know it's right exactly i'm interested in this i'm gonna learn everything about it i really am good and love to help people develop their artistic vision and put it Mm -hmm. out in the world and finding a way to use that to make you feel like good and whole i think is like super smart yeah yeah no i i i agree and yeah yeah i think it's it's uh, even going back to like music directing and coaching and all that kind of stuff too. It, like it just, it does give me like a lot of energy just to be like, yeah, we're like making this thing, you know, what it needs to be. And it's cool. Yeah. How did you make the jump into doing like me- being a music director and being a coach is a huge responsibility. And like, there are a lot of people who feel like they can do it, but can't like, I feel like, if I were to confidently say that I'm like a coach, I would have so much imposter syndrome every day. Um, how does that just kind of, you just have to start doing it and then it'll go away kind of vibes or. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, um, I, I, I think so. I, I know teaching is like not for everybody and it's not, you know, whatever. Um, but I think in, I, I started, I started teaching, you know, piano lessons or whatever when I was like 13, like I, I've been just doing that for a long time. Um, and so I think it kind of was like a natural progression for me at least was kind of like, yeah, after, after high school and having, you know, experience doing some stuff, teaching and music directing in high school and then moving to college and then getting hired professionally to do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think it was for me. It was kind of a natural progression. It was again something that I kind of just fell back into a little bit. I just was like, yeah, I, I'm I'm good at this, and yeah, I'm gonna start doing it. It's just a, it's another uh, skill, you know. Like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if if it's something that you're you're you are intrigued about or you know interested in, it, you can always just it. I think I find that most people, you know, have a have a. Uh, I think that you would be better at it than more confident at it than you would think. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just kind of like trying it and seeing what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm just kind of reacting to the rash of um COVID happening and then all of a sudden all of my friends were like, I'm a voice teacher, I'm a this, I'm a that, and I'm right, like, I... right. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I am confidently a very good singer. I could probably help a person. I am not yes. qualified to be your voice yes. teacher. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I mean, and look, uh, that's another thing. Is like, yeah, I do. I am. I am not a voice teacher, and I will like never say that I am because because I'm not because I was, like I don't I don't have training in that. But I'm a vocal coach, and like that's what I feel very confident in, you know. And I can get you get your material, you know, up to where it needs to be. But am I like a vocal like voice technician? Absolutely not. You know, I don't. I haven't, I haven't gone to school for that. So, but I understand. We we all saw, we saw the we saw it happen. I think yeah. that's also why I have like this like adverse reaction to like I'm a multi hyphenate. I'm like you could be a multi hyphenate creative for sure. I I personally do a lot of projects. I think we yeah. all should be doing a lot of projects. I think it's kind of foolish in hindsight the way that I was working to be blindsided like to just only do one. Yeah. Um. But sometimes you're cutting it up a little too small. Like sometimes I think people are like, I am a runner and a singer and an actor. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look, if you can figure out how to, how to monetize that, then like, go off, get that endorsement, be on Instagram, get the pics. Yeah. Do the thing. Exactly. But I, I do love that you, your parents were like, successful stage parents i feel like yeah um a lot of times when people talk about like my parents were stage parents it gets like this weird connotation because if money is involved of course it's odd what have you but like Mm -hmm. nobody gets weird about like oh yeah my dad was my football coach for like all of my life and like we were a football family and we went to football all of the time and it can literally be that way in any endeavor yeah no, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 you know, even my, even my mom too, I mean, going back to my mom for a second, she, when I was in, after that, that experience with the professor where I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I am, you You're know, done. I'm done. Um, and she was like, Brian, I think you should just, I think you should just keep it up for your senior year. Just like, you know, you don't have to go with the professor, but like just do orchestra and whatever. Um, and I was like, okay. Uh, and then, you know, it's, it's ironic that the majority of my jobs as an actor professionally have, have required me to play an instrument or two. And, uh, you know, I think that she knew, she knew, she was like, this, this will come back for you. You're honestly not the first person to be on this pod who, uh, was doing viola and came about a person who was like, you have to commit your life to this. Who was the other one? Uh, my friend Lily Torre. And then I, I believe uh, Amanda Darkangelis also played viola. Oh my gosh, the viola is where it's at. It's where it's at. Yeah. All the cool kids start with viola. Exactly. She, I think Amanda specifically was like, "That looks in weird," and like picked it and like, <laughs> yeah. she's her own thing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> seems to be a pretty common thread where people are like, 
I just think that happens with with kids. You, ju- I mean, you do get to a certain point of something where it's like, okay, kid, you're making a leap. Like, are like even when I was doing Taekwondo and I got to a second degree black belt, it's like, okay, well, like, do you want to do this? Like, right for I guess like the junior Olympics or you know whatever the next level of that is the because next, yeah, your your level of commitment will have to be upped. Hmm. But I feel like we say like your level of commitment will have to be upped and that means you have to cut other shit out. And it, it exactly. doesn't always mean that. And that gave me anxiety and imposter syndrome for years. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not great. But before we get to the final segment of this, I do just have to talk to you about Housewives. Oh, of course. Of, I love talking about this. Of course. Who are we watching? What seasons are we are we delving into? Okay, I mean, so we're, I mean, obviously currently at the, the pinnacle of, of Salt Lake City season two. Just when I think, how could they possibly keep heightening? They do. I, I don't know they, what's going on. I will always remember Lisa Barlow running around saying, I am fucking richer than all of you. I, that last, oh my gosh, this last <laughs> week was, I could not believe the amount of quotes. This This Zion trip is like historic and I, I i i must watch the last like three episodes again like i it's just unbelievable it's crazy to think i don't know six episodes ago we were like this is the moment it's jen shaw's arrest and now if i'm talking about housewives it's like the lowest thing that's happened it's not i know i'm like <laughs> how is it possible that jen shaw getting arrested is like not actually the like highlight of the season yeah. like <laughs> i i'm living for it we actually uh my husband joey and i were in um we're in utah for thanksgiving um seeing my family and uh we had a housewife's day where we we went up to beauty lab and laser <gasps> um we went inside got some pics did you get work done uh, no we didn't well, but in time. hindsight we should have yeah. um just a little bow I know. And then we like, we went, drove all the way to Park City, which is, you know, kind of far. Um, went, we drove all the way to Park City and we took a, took a snap to pick outside of Meredith Marks uh, boutique. There you go. Okay. And then we were, and then this is actually kind of random. We, we were like, let's just go to, let's just get some food, you know, dinner up here. I, I want to say the restaurant is called Harvest, but again, fact, fact check that but um it's it's i don't know if you remember from the first season there was a scene with meredith and her husband where they were at a restaurant and it's where he was like talking they were talking about their marriage and he was and she was saying like or he was saying like i i you won't show me your phone oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so we walked in and all of a sudden we were like this this is this this restaurant i can't tell we we found out it was we're like and then we were and so that we were guided by that and then we were like we must find out if they carry Vita tequila have to and they did so we got some Vita God bless uh what did we do did we get do we have shots I can't remember I'm gonna, I but we 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 got Vita tequila at the restaurant it was just it was a housewife's day the way Lisa Barlow can be. <laughs> Just the way she could just pick and choose her Mormon rules. Go, go off, sis. Like go off. It's <laughs> it is it is wild. I I live for it. Are you a Potomac girl? You know what? I'm not. I I have. I people say that that is 
that is the next one to kind of get into. And I have not, I, I have not watched a single episode. I will say it's great. Big fan. Yeah. I w- we watched girls trip recently, obviously. Um, girls trip was a good time. Good times. Um, yeah, we, we, we watched Beverly Hills, New York and Salt Lake. Those are the kind of the three that we, the trifecta. Watch. Yeah. New York makes me sad. I had to stop recently. Cause it's just like, I know it's just like alcoholism. And then like, ramona being racist ramona being racist exactly yeah i it was a hard watch it was certainly yeah not not great not great but god bless him god bless him i can't wait to be a real housewife i don't know how it's gonna happen it'll happen for me i i want that for your future Thank you. yeah i'd be great at it honestly i've been training for it my entire life <laughs> <laughs> well as we were winding down i asked this of all of my guests do you have any questions for me um, do I have any questions for you? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, Go off. I mean, one the one that I love to hear is just like, what is what is bringing you joy this week? Like, what is what is in your life right now that's bringing you some joy? Um, well, the sun. We talked about that. Yep. yep. Um, I have. I guess it's not recent, but I am a I am a CrossFit queen now. Oh, are you? And like, okay, I love it. Like, I've, you know. I have not been employed, employed for a very long time. And sometimes the thing that I'm like, I accomplished it is I went to the gym and I did the deed and it's, it's good to go. And, um, that brings me a lot of joy. Where, where do you, where do you CrossFit? It's on the Upper West Side. Upper West Side? Yeah. That's amazing. It's great. I love it so much. And then this weekend I'm going home for a wedding, so (gasps) it'll be fun and exciting. So good things are about about today good stuffs yeah no that is that is good stuff i love all three of those things um i guess what is what is your toxic trait i I said mine is 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 judging people um well as i also expressed i'm um right there with you um yeah a toxic trait of mine i think is if i'm not a toxic trait of mine that i am currently and have been working on if i'm not like immediately pretty good at something i will not give it time or Mm, effort yeah yeah i just like especially through school and growing up and what have you like i was always there are things that i'm exceptional at and then my base Mm. level is just kind of generally good um luckily like i wasn't i didn't really have a hard time in school but i also didn't push myself to have a hard time at school that makes sense sure sure Uh uh-huh because if i don't get something immediately i feel so stupid and like Mm. won't not until recently have i been comfortable asking for help um so like i wasn't a great math kid but i am like smart so technically i could have just absorbed it but instead i would panic get mad not learn it mm-hmm. and then not take any value from it <laughs> i get that i feel like one thing that like um my i have a friend uh whitney yuland shout out who she's a she's a life coach and and and, and a million other things an actress director she's amazing but um she like posted this recently and i i like responded to it it was like literally if there's any part of your life that you want to improve or like do anything differently you can pay somebody to learn the skills to do that. And then you can be good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's like, I feel like recently, like we, like a year ago, we like got like a financial advisor just to kind of like help us just 
figure out money, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, you pay somebody and then you learn how to do it and you, you get better at it. And it's like, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's like literally anything you can, there's somebody in the world who can like teach you how to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, which is cool. It's just like, you know, sometimes as an adult and I, being the like curious person and the like kind of go-getter that I am, sometimes I do, I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to do it myself. Um, and there, and I'm, I have to be like, you know what? There are some things where I can just hand that over and teach, and they can teach me how to do it, or like, you know, I can, I can just, yeah, I can, I can, I, I can just learn it. Yeah, know? I can let somebody who has like a base level of understanding tell me about it, so I don't have to start from the ground up. Yeah, because I mean, I could prop, I could a hundred percent use help from a financial advisor. But even you saying, we got a financial advisor, it's like, God, they're so brave. Because for me, telling someone that like, hi, I'm not good at money. It's vulnerable. Fact. It's very vulnerable. Yeah. Well, Joseph Glazer, Joseph he's Glazer, awesome. Another shout out. Yeah. He 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 works with artists and uh, specifically um, like artists and actors. And he's great. Well, Brian, it's been so lovely chatting with you. Yes. Thank you for having me. It's been so great. Thank you for coming on the pod. Where can the children find you? How can they get all these a million services that you provide to the world? <laughs> well, um, I recently kind of like launched my video and music production company. Um, you can find that at um, on Instagram at BRC Creative. So check that out. And then my own like personal Instagram and you know Twitter and everything is at Brian R. Carey. So you can find the stuff there. Love it. If you are at all thinking about making anything in any realm of creative at all, I highly, highly <laughs> recommend contacting Brian yes, because he's, if you can't tell, very sweet, very charming, and very helpful. So, and the product's good. All, all combined. That's that's the most important part, yeah. <laughs> that's the most important part. I, I could stand by. The product is good. A lot of people have iPhones and tell you that they can make a music video. And that's just not always the case. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, thank you again. And until next time, y'all, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.